0: Hello, I am Abby Van Cleef, and welcome back to my podcast, A Book That'll Hook, where I give you a weekly rundown of any requested book, and I'll decide if this book really hooked me in and had me begging for more, or if it was a flop. Today we will be discussing a book by British author Jeanette Winterson, and her story brought to light in her novel, Drumroll Please, Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit, so let's just dive on in. Just to give a little insight for all of you who have not read this novel, Jeanette was born in 1959 in the north of England and adopted into a strict family of Pentecostals. She grew up in an environment where religion was the family's first priority, as she was raised from the beginning to be a missionary. Her whole life was spent studying the Bible and following her mother's wishes by playing an active member in society, her church's community. Her journey on the religious path that her mother set up for her since such a young age begins to fall apart as Jeanette begins to come to terms with her sexuality and branch out from her mother's expectations to find her true identity this story follows Jeanette and her strength through adversity yet she manages to stay true to herself even when it seems to be impossible so just from that summary we obviously know that this book contains a strong young woman in the process of coming to terms with her sexuality whilst having an overbearing mother who, quite frankly, shoves her religion down her family and others' throats. So how does Jeanette deal with this when she first meets someone who she finds herself interested in? While reading this novel, I was simply waiting for a bit of action to occur, and when a young Jeanette meets Melanie, a young girl working at a fish stand in her town, Jeanette is immediately intrigued by this girl as she approaches her and begins a conversation. They immediately spark a connection and a relationship begins to grow. Over a course of time that is not particularly defined by the text, but runs through the courses of a few years, Jeanette and Melanie's relationship evolves into more as friends, as they partake in what Jeanette calls unnatural passions, which is her mother's term for those who love someone of the same gender. Jeanette incorporated Melanie into the church, and over the years they spent together, the church played a large role in both of their lives. After years of their relationship, Jeanette tells her mother how she feels about Melanie, although only reveals her love for her, not clarifying if it was romantically or in a friendship way. But Jeanette's mother caught on to her sexuality and outs both her own daughter and Melanie to the church. Jeanette proclaims her love for Jeanette, for Melanie after being told, then you don't love the Lord, in which she responds, yes, I love them both. She stood her ground and showed her strength that Melanie lacked in that moment. She didn't give into the society's expectations, not in that moment or any that followed. And after being publicly outed to the whole church, she truly showed her courage that was shown throughout the course of the novel. She refused to repent for loving Melanie, yet the girl she loves gave in and repented. She was sent away, and when Jeanette finally saw her again, she was to be married to a man, and she denies any past of being involved in a lesbian relationship. Melanie's suppression of her own feelings for Jeanette shows her lack of strength to follow her heart and accept her own identity. Melanie's character displays Jeanette's alternative if she chose to shy away from who she truly is, hide her sexuality, and even follow her mother's ideas for her. She would have to live a life in the shadows, following society's idea of a woman at the expense of her own happiness. Melanie's inability to come to terms with her sexuality showcases Jeanette's strength. That was just a little insight into Jeanette's immense struggle to stay true to herself, It's pretty obvious she's a very very strong woman. A reoccurring matter in Jeanette Winterson's book is the idea of strength. There is no doubt that Jeanette embodies a powerful woman who stays true to herself no matter how hard it was and it truly truly was hard. She's incredible and although this might not be my personal favorite novel there is no way to deny her genius use of symbolism throughout the text. Jeanette obviously was forced to make many hard decisions being a lesbian woman and living in a society where she was not accepted. When Jeanette faces illness after an exorcism due to her church's attempt to get rid of her sexuality, which is obviously impossible because you can't rid someone of a part of their identity. It's quite ridiculous, actually. Yet, she was locked in her room for two days without food. She started hallucinating, and an orange devil appeared. The devil popped up when Jeanette began thinking about her devils and pondering why love would be something of a demon. The devil that Jeanette was seeing was there to help her make her decision. Does she stay on this path her mother has carved for her? Or does she make her own, guided to truly follow her heart? Jeanette asked the devil what would happen if she kept the demon, in which it responded, you'll have a difficult, different time. Jeanette asked if it's worth it, and the devil responded, that is up to you. The The devil represents Jeanette's sexuality. Does she push it away and maybe go the easier route, become a missionary, marry a man and repent for her sins? Or does she acknowledge the devil, accept her demon, and live maybe a harder life, but the one that she was meant to live, and following her true self? So here's the hardest part. Does this book hook? I have to say, yes. Although this book, in all honesty, was not my favorite, there was just so much in Jeanette Swinterson's words. And what I mean by that is that she truly is a literature genius. Everything meant something. There were thousands of symbols within characters, stories she introduced, and even little ideas that you may skim over and not even think about twice, yet they had more than one meaning. My brain was turning with every new idea she brought up. This book wasn't action-packed. It wasn't a nail-biter, and it was, I wasn't on edge of, the, of my seat the whole entire time I read it. And that is usually my type of book. Jeanette Winterson's novel did not let down. She's a powerful woman figure that us girls can look up to. She stayed true to herself and taught readers that even if, even if it's hard, make your own path. Don't just follow the one made for you. Be your own person, and Jeanette Winterson is a pretty good and strong one. With that, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Remember to subscribe and drop a comment in the section in the comment section of the book that you would like me to review next. Hope you enjoyed and see you next week on a book that'll hook. This week, we're adding the brand new Buffalo Chicken Hoagie to Wawa menus across the nation. Just imagine biting into that good old East Coast Hoagie sandwich from a Wawa near you. The soft bread, the spicy chicken, the melted jack, all coming together to make the perfect combo of deliciousness. Don't forget to come on by. Hoagie Fest is coming to you, and you won't want to miss that. Remember, you all gotta have a Wawa.